to the Innovate Engage podcast brought to you by NEIC Instructional Technology Department. The show where you can hear the innovative and engaging things your colleagues are doing in their classrooms. And now, here are your hosts, Lauren and Gabriel. Hey everyone, welcome back to episode four of the Northeast Instructional Technology Department's Innovate Engage podcast. A lot has gone on since we last recorded, like the Super Bowl and Valentine's Day, and even our very own huge FLL robotics competition. That's right, Lauren. And uh, we want to give a big shout out to everyone who volunteered their time and resources into making that robotics competition possible. You guys really do make the world go round. Totally. So today we're coming at you with an instructional technology specialist and teacher pair that have great chemistry. They have been working together for the past year and a half and have accomplished some truly incredible things in their time collaborating. Teacher Dana Williams and instructional technology specialist Erin Valdez are going to tell us about how they created an instant boost in student engagement and ownership of the learning by using the flashcard factory feature in Pear Deck of all things, to engage students in learning vocabulary. What is Pear Deck, you might ask? It's an add-on to Google Slides that gives teachers the ability to display their presentation onto student devices, for example, Chromebooks, iPads, and personal devices as well. In addition to presenting, teachers can also insert some interactive questions and activities throughout the lesson in order to increase student engagement. This way, students are not just staring at a screen. There are even options for student pace lessons. So buckle up. And come along for the ride. All right, everybody, we are here today with teacher Dana Williams and ITS Aaron Valdez. Dana, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, your education background? Sure. I graduated from UTSA and I've been teaching for almost a decade now. I've been at Tex Hill since we opened and I've been in Northeast my entire teaching career. Wow, that's pretty cool. And then we also have fellow ITS, Aaron Valdez and Aaron Valdez. If you want to give the listeners out there just a real quick elevator speech of who you are and what you do. I'm an ITS, instructional technology specialist. I have a passion for STEM and project-based learning and brought that with me from the classroom at the STEM Academy. Okay, guys. So I know you worked together last year. How did you guys get started working together? Well, Aaron was introduced to us as our new ITS at the beginning of the year before the kiddos came on board. And I essentially accosted her and said, hi, I'm Dana Williams and I have this idea. I'd like to get the kids to eat bugs. And she said, okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I needed help with some elements of this project that I knew I didn't have the wherewithal to do. I wanted the kids to be able to make games and interactive activities for audience members to do using technology and lots of research. And eventually, they even ended up doing Skype with Entomo Farms. And there were lots of things that I just had no idea how to set up on my own. And without Aaron's help, none of what we accomplished would have happened. And what we accomplished was pretty amazing. And from there... The relationship was born. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Partners in crime. You were going to say something right now? Oh, I was just going to say it was like addicting coming in and working with the kids and being a part of the development in the classroom. Oh, yeah. The kids loved it. They'd see Miss Valdez and they'd be like, oh, Miss Valdez is here. What are we going to do today? <laughs> and she taught them how to make interactive menus. 
courses and websites and video games and Minecraft EDU type stuff. It was really impressive. Things I could, I had no idea. That's pretty cool. And then this collaboration that we're going to discuss today all stemmed from the relationship that you guys built off of that initial project that you were working on, right? Absolutely. And it's funny that we're going to talk about flashcards and vocabulary, which is what we're going to get into. And you use the word accosted. That is not a word that I necessarily <laughs> use all, all the time. So I thought it was a little ironic. So Flashcard Factory built into Pear Deck and GimKit. That's yes. what you guys were working on, right? Yes. Yes. Tell us about it. Like walk us through the process, the end goal that you had in mind, and just how the entire thing came to be. Sure. Well, Aaron came to me and said, you know, this year, what do you want to do? What can I help you with to improve some lessons and get students really engaged and interested in the academic content that they have to devour? And I said, you know, vocabulary is always kind of an issue. Do you have any ideas? They find it kind of boring. We try not to drill and kill anymore, but they still need to have exposure. And she had this great idea for using Pear Deck, which I had heard of, but I only knew it was this funny pear-shaped icon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we uh, we took a look at some of the things that were coming up, and one of them was the student's joy of vocabulary, which thankfully they find the irony in the name. Um, but I think uh, utilizing the flashcard factory portion of Pear Deck, we were able to actually bring some joy to the vocabulary um, and giving the kids an opportunity to work together in developing their own study stack um, through GimKit. Uh, so those vocabulary words are able to be a little owned a little better by the students. We even so, combined classes with another teacher. Oh yeah, with oh, younger grades. Nice. So I'm, I I just want to clarify for some people. I know we have some listeners out there who may not have heard of Pear Deck yet. Like you said, Dana, you had heard of it, but just knew like there was a pear icon, and that was all you knew. Yeah. So can when you guys talk about Flashcard Factory and GimKit, what do you mean? So um, Pear Deck is an add-on that builds into Google Slides. And as a portion of that add-on, they have an application called Flashcard Factory, where you're able to import a list of your vocabulary terms. You should say that part again. (laughs) You are able to import a list of your vocabulary terms. Yes, and the definitions. So it's all there. Like, you don't have to type a bunch of junk and mess with things. It's, It's something you already have. Or you can even have a student import it or write it, type it for you. Um, And then you just hit launch flashcard factory and the kids join using a special code on a iPad or Chromebook or even on their personal device. And they're then partnered up within the application. And one will write an example sentence while the other one draws a picture to go along with it. And they do this for a while using the vocabulary words, depending on how many words you have. Um, And then in the end, you get to vote as a class which ones properly represent the vocabulary term the way you're wanting it using in your class. And it's really hilarious to listen to the kids try and justify some of their drawings because they knew what they meant, but it does not look that way. Or, (laughs) you know, it just was used totally incorrectly sometimes. And it's really funny. But you get to address those misunderstandings immediately. Um, And even the students will help each other understand what they maybe got wrong or didn't clarify the first time. Um, and you use it as a teachable moment, Oh, right? it became yeah. such a teachable <laughs> moment because I was extra mean and I told them that their cards would not get passed along or shipped 
um, if their sentences weren't punctuated properly and they had any spelling errors or other grammatical issues. So not only were we doing vocabulary, but when they did have issues, that became a teachable moment and reinforced those conventions. So it was really awesome. And if they wanted to argue, they couldn't because you didn't write the sentence correctly. So the next time we did it, they were proofreading before they hit enter. I learned some vocabulary things as well, with especially with my punctuation. What was really cool about Flashcard Factory <laughs> Back on um, is that I recognized that um, I could try some other things with it too, not just vocabulary. I tried inputting uh, rules for commas instead of the word, and then a sample sentence as an example of that rule as the definition. And then the kids had to write their own example sentence and illustrate that. Um, and I applied the same rules. It still had to be correct. Um, and again, lots of teachable moments. You could really tell if they knew the rule or not by how they wrote the sentence. Is it, Would you say that this activity is specific only to this particular age group? Not at all. I think K through 12. Well, I don't know if kindergartners can write complete sentences. But in theory, they could write short sentences or even just using similarity words, things like that, um, and drawing their pictures, getting those dexterity skills. The students are creating flashcards, hence factory. Yes. Yes. See what I did there? (laughs) Um, And then the students are paired up. One draws the definition while one writes it. An example sentence. An example sentence. They write an example sentence. And then the other one, so there's an author and an illustrator. Mm, And then each round it swaps. So if you were the author, you become the illustrator. If you were the illustrator, you become the author. And the picture has to go with the sentence. So if I wrote, I love cats. Let's say that was my sentence. And and I drew a picture of someone hugging a dog. That would not work. That would be incorrect. Because cat is not a dog. Unless right. there was a big no symbol across the picture. True. Mm. Then I might take it if I'm mm. being lenient and they could defend it. Or we could vote on it as a class. <laughs> yeah, we right? could vote and, on it as a class. And, and vote it down feature. because oh that would be goodness. terrible. That can get loud. You need to make sure you set some ground rules for that. <laughs> because they really do get into it. Engagement is not an issue. So my next question is, when it comes to the voting, do we know who's drawing and sentence it is that we're voting on or is it anonymous it's anonymous in that you don't know which specific student did it but you do know if it was day shift or night shift which is how it breaks the students into teams so you'll have pairs of partners um, (laughs) on each (laughs) on each team Uh, so if you have 14 students you'll have um, seven well no because that doesn't divide evenly that's okay you can still have it yeah Um, so you'll have you're seven students on one team and seven students on another, um, but you won't know which seven they are when you're in the voting stage. And the voting stage isn't really voting. I let the kids participate in the decision process, but I actually am the one who has the control. So the teacher decides which cards get passed to the shipping stage, which is when they end up going to GimKit, or you can choose to export them to GimKit, or you can print them. The kids are drawing, right? They're drawing a picture of whatever the word is or the definition. And on an iPad or a a phone, a touchscreen device, this is pretty simple. But on a Chromebook or like a VDI, is it difficult for kids to do their drawings on those devices? It did not seem to be. They 
took the trackpad and mouse and ran with it. They were able to make some really awesome drawings. Um, I think the place that the students had the most difficult draw difficulty drawing was actually on their personal devices because the screen is smaller. Um, so we saw the most success on the iPad sense. and then on the Chromebooks. Mm. So we know that there's a connection between Pear Deck and GimKit. And for those of you who don't know what GimKit is, who are listening, um, Aaron, can you give us like a real quick explanation of what GimKit is? Sure, yeah. Um, so GimKit is a gamification process. Um, it takes the uh, study stack or, or um, deck that you have created with your flashcard factory and gives the students a place that they can compete against each other. They earn coins and can like make power-ups and things like that, but it gives you, the teacher, instant feedback as to how they're doing within their studying and knowledge of the terms that they have just recently defined. Can you assign this to kids for homework through Google Classroom, or can they access the the flashcards later? Yes. Um, so you can sign into GimKit and create study stacks within there, and the kids can, can view them ahead of time. And then you can also um, export your flashcard factory or print it um, and make uh, study stacks for them as well. So you can do it as like a PDF or a printed item that would even be maybe a word wall or have them into the GIM kit with a link that you share through Classroom. So this all sounds, and I think the perfect word for this is engaging. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. What did the classroom look like and what did it sound like? What did you see and what did you hear? Well, uh, while they were creating their flashcards, it was relatively quiet. Um, the pairs were working together because you it couldn't not work together and be successful. You had to know what the author was writing in order to illustrate it and make sure that the illustration went with it. I saw a lot of uh, proofreading to make sure that those sentences were written correctly. And it was really cool because when you combined, well, we did combine classes, so there were younger students working with older students and they were kind of forced to get to know each other, but mm -hmm. they got to know each other quickly and moved forward with their work very well. Yeah, they enjoyed it. And um, once we got to the voting stage, that's when things got loud. Um, <laughs> Organized people, chaos. Yeah, they were definitely rooting for their side. But again, because I put those stringent rules, it couldn't just be a, oh, it's a night shift guard. Let's vote for that one. It had to adhere to the criteria, which is your own, something your I'm rubric, going to right? stress you, again yeah, exactly. <laughs> for keeping it civil, because otherwise it becomes a, well, you know how kids get when there's friendly competition. Yeah. Yeah. And they have loud. ownership of that study stack. Well, not necessarily the study stack, but what they contributed to it. Yes. And they're defending why they should keep theirs. Mm -hmm. And you could see cool. their faces fall when they saw their <clears throat> sentence on the screen and they noticed an error, especially ones that were well il illustrated and had yeah. great sentences. They were like, oh, man, I forgot to capitalize that I. So I kind of want to touch back on something Aaron mentioned earlier, where you were talking about, you know, the older students and the younger students working together and they hadn't previously. So they had to get to know each other and then learn to work together pretty quickly. And I thought that was really neat, you know, on top of the engagement piece and on top of the fact that they're actually invested in what they're doing and they're enjoying it. It brings in that SEL piece, too, which is something that you know, we were learning is more and more and more important, not just in the classroom, but everywhere. So I love that, too. Mm -hmm. It's not just academic. The benefits extend beyond oh, absolutely. that. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. You know? And how cool would it be if I was a kid in the class and my my flashcard got used, like got put in the study stack. I could go home and tell my parents with pride, like I made this thing and now everybody in my class is going to be using it to study. Yeah. That's really cool. It's going to stick and they're probably not going to forget that. What would you say is your biggest takeaway from working together on this particular collaboration? I would say that my biggest takeaway isn't necessarily from this particular collaboration, but from the collaborations that we've had and will have and currently have in the works. And that's that we are working together. It's not me asking her to come up with something for me and handing it to me. It's her coming into my classroom and modeling it for me and helping me teach the class and being there when the tech fails. And I have no idea what to do, but she does. And then I learn from that experience. And so the next time I'm in my room alone attempting to do this lesson again or another lesson, I have those bug fixes, so to speak. (laughs) And I have more tools in my toolbox to help the kids. Um, I think really the biggest thing from working with Dana has been that I was new to middle school um, as an ITS. I had taught in middle school, but new to middle school as an ITS, and it helped kind of break down that barrier um, and getting to do more, and it has helped um, open relationships with other teachers. And then this go-around specifically, um, I got to see Dana take what she learned and teach other teachers. Uh, So she left her classroom and went and helped others actually move forward and and engage students with something that we did together. So spread those wings and fly. (laughs) So if listeners wanted to learn more about what you did, how you did it, um, where to access the things, where should they go? Well, they can check out PearDeck.com and there's a teacher login. They uh, use their Northeast credentials with the login with Google. And there's a lot of things that PearDeck already has available for them. Um, You can also reach out to your ITS. So all of the instructional technology specialists have had some experience with Pear Deck and are kind of itching to try it out and see how it works at the different grade levels and and on the different campuses. I highly recommend accosting your campus's ITS. There's that word again. There's that word again. It's such a good one. (laughs) It's true, though. If you don't reach out and ask for people to come into your classroom and work with you and try new things, you're going to be missing out because it's a great experience, not just for you to be a partner, but for your kids. And we actually have the sample that Aaron has provided that will be in the show notes with instructions if you'd like to see what they did and maybe replicate what they did with your own study sack. So hearing everything you did, anyone out there who wanted to actually do this on their own, if you had to explain the workflow from beginning to end with Pear Deck all the way through Flashcard Factory through GimKit, what is the workflow from beginning to end? So it's actually pretty easy. Um, you start out with your vocabulary list. It can be in a Google Doc or a, a spreadsheet even. So you have your list and your vocabulary terms. Then you're going to go to PearDeck.com and log in with your teacher account here at Northeast. It gives you the the premium account. You get a little crown on your avatar. It's cute. Um, it is cute. And then you click on, there's a little green square. I believe it's green. And it says start a, or create flashcard factory. And in there, you get to either import your list or you can type in your vocabulary terms. And Pear Deck has some um, terms, uh, definitions already provided. Uh, You can use those or paste your definitions in. Um, And then from there, there's a little button that says play flashcard factory. And it gives you the launch code for the students to join. They go to joinpd.com. 
and log in with the special code and they always have a silly phrase underneath it which is always kind of funny and from there the kids get split into day shift and night shift they start working you can give them a time limit or depending on how many vocabulary terms you have you can say you know when we have at least two definition or two examples for each vocabulary term we'll end it um once you end it you go into kind of your approval stage and this is where as a teacher you have final say what stays and what goes but you can allow the students to be a part of that process and then once you've made your approvals and denials you export to gimkit and you're ready to go perfect man that was very concise well guys thank you so much for being on the podcast and sharing your experience i mean it it's real interesting gabriel and i have a a unique and really cool ability to sit with ITS and teacher duos and and see the relationship and the dynamic. Like Aaron and Dana get along really well and they just jive and they can just go and they've always got something in the works. So it's gel. They gel. Yeah, they well or they jive. Dana probably prefers <laughs> jive. Do you not like that word? I like it. Yeah. Does it need to be in a in a, in a flashcard yeah, in a flash factory, factory for you, Gabriel? We'll do that. We'll okay. Do that. Okay. Yeah, so but, thank you guys for coming on our podcast. Yeah. Y'all are awesome. We salute you and thank you for being such a great duo and helping our kids. Who knew vocabulary could capture the attention of students like that? It was so neat to hear Dana and Aaron talk about the way the students behaved in their class. Full attention and full engagement. Yeah, I loved that. So if you love that and you want to try it out real quick, check out the show notes. There's a sample list linked there. And when you click on it, just select copy file to drive. It's up in the top right. And the lesson will pull up in Pear Deck. Then you'll click play flashcard factory again, top right to begin. This will help you determine if it's something you'd like to do with your students. You'd be surprised at how easy it is. If you'd like to learn more on how you can boost engagement in your class using Pear Deck, contact your campus instructional technology specialist. And as always, if you found value in this podcast episode, please leave us a review and share and make sure that you're following us on all social media platforms. Until next time. Thanks for tuning in. Bye-bye. Bye.